A very good morning. Welcome to another live broadcast. My name is Isaac Phillips Akintola. I want to welcome everyone connecting with us this morning. Thank you, Sister Tina. I can see you. I'm not sure if I can see the second person connecting, but I want to welcome everyone this morning joining us this morning to pray, to talk to God, to seek the face of God early in the morning. It's a glorious day. It's a beautiful day. Thank you, Sister Myrtle, for connecting this morning. Thank you, Brother Mervyn. We appreciate this connection. Our hearts are connecting, not just our faces, but heaven is connecting our hearts. It's our prayers, our desire that heaven will continue to connect hearts of saints across, across the earth, across the globe. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brother Steve, for connecting. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, everyone, for connecting this morning. May the Lord continue to connect our hearts together. Heaven is doing something in our day, in our time, in our, in our season that is unprecedented. We are the voice of a new day. Heaven has begun to coin out, bring forth, you know, prepare a people that will show forth his glory and his praise this morning. You may not, uh, the quality of the video this morning may not be too fine. I don't know what happened to my phone. Uh, it, it won't just speak uh, uh, Wi-Fi signal, so I can I can use that phone to record. So I'm using a different phone. So if the quality is not fine, well, just bear with me. We, we'll, we'll get everything perfected. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, um, this morning, we're going to, of course, pray. That's what we do. Prayer is our business. <laughs> I like that. Prayer is our business. Prayer is our mandate. Prayer is our commission. And every other thing that we do, a factor within the spirit. Amen of supplication and intercession god said if we can find one in the earth i mean i keep thinking about that I, I i'll not stop thinking about that god said if i can find one among them in fact let's go to that scripture we begin to pray this morning let's go to that scripture ezekiel 22 verse 13 the lord says i look for i look for a man among them who will build up who will build up the wall so we can see that prayer is is a real assignment but for for someone to have that kind of governmental apostolic craftsman spirit the power to stand in the gap the power to be positioned on the wall to stand on behalf of others to stand as a defense as a wall of defense to stand as a gate of authority it takes amen someone that god has really worked on he says sought for a man so the quality this morning i just want to encourage us I'm just going to put a pause to what we're dealing with, you know, uh, uh, for later on. We're going to continue to talk about engaging, amen, the economic system of this world as the, as the you know, economic system comes, all right? As we see the, the comings of God, when God comes, he comes with every dimension of his economy. The economy of God is beyond money, amen? The economy of God are locked in people, people that are connected to his, his eternal prophetic intention, so if you will we are the we are the we are the voice amen of the new economic system that heaven is manifesting in the earth but before i get carried away with that i want to go back to ezekiel welcome i hope you guys had a wonderful night rest well yesterday has been a busy day for me i needed to catch up with so many things so many things so many things i tell you this damn prayer say god give me just give me wisdom to know how to manage my time 
you know, because uh, we, we're trying to build a new system that will allow us to be able to flow into the next thing God is doing. So there's an online, you know, platform that uh, we're trying to build that will allow us to seamlessly connect to all of the things that God is doing. And uh, we all will be able to, you know, f you know, drink from that well. So we're creating that platform. And, uh, you know, it's not an easy thing if you're not, you know, a, a computer, a, 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 you know, you're not a technical person in terms, in terms of computer. I thought I know computer, but it's not, it's not a difficult thing. We just need time, all right, to put more time into studying that and allow it to, to flow because that's the future, all right? We're building a borderless church. We're building a church in a day where they stop us from having church. In a day where every other thing is shut down. We will be building church. We will continue to amen, continue to flow in that way the Spirit of God is doing. So heaven has shown us. Remember I, made, I gave a word some time ago. I said where, where, where the their arrival is, is, is our position of departure. Now I'm building that departure now. That's what I'm doing. So sometimes you may you may have to pardon me after until we find somebody that is you know who's a computer guru who can help us to handle all of this because we have to do it, all right? Preaching all of the messages that we're doing, we have to find a way of preserving it. We have to find a way of you know keeping this message and translating them into materials, okay, that the next generation also can have access to. We have to we have to be thinking future. We have to be thinking prosperity. Amen. We have to be thinking the next generation. We cannot be thinking of flying away. All right. So even if we're going to fly away, let's prepare the ground for those who will not fly away. All right. Yes, that's the Bible. All right. Yeah. I mean, even even if we're rapture, okay, like the people pray who are who are into that, you know, you know, a theology, you know, of the rapture. Even if we are rapture, guess what? There will be there will be still be people that all right will be challenged by the antichrist. So we need to leave material for them. We need to create. Amen. I, I'm just you know picking the mind of those who have that theology. All right, so all of the things that the Lord is doing in our day, in our time, re requires that we become stewards. That's the key word, friends. You must take that word. Requires that we become stewards of the things of the Spirit. We cannot joke with what God is doing. Amen. We can't play with it. We cannot assume. We cannot uh, 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 presume. And we, we cannot, you know, just handle it with some, you know, levity attitude. You know, you know we, we, we can't do that. We have to be custodians of the things of the Spirit. To whom much is given, much is expected. And if, they are, if they've given us little, as we handle that little and take care of that little, amen, it would determine, amen, if we're going to have more, if they're going to give us more. So if we're not faithful in little, if we're not faithful in the little God has given to us, we cannot be expecting more, you know. So, so we've got to, all of these, you know, things we've got to factor into our life. Our life is becoming a spiritual working system in the earth. We are, become, we are becoming the very expression, amen, of God's voice, of God's expression, of God's demand, amen, of God's standard in the earth. Yes, when the Bible talks about the mountain of the Lord's house being established, amen, we're not going to some physical mountain. We're talking about the quality of the life of a people that will be existing in the days where there are towering mountains, in the days where there are things, amen, that wants to dwarf us, that is dwarfing men, in the day where there are giants telling people to shut up, in the day where there are giants causing kings and leaders to go hide by the cliff of the rock, in the day where kings, all right, are, are, you know, are hiding by the caves, in the day where Goliath, amen, is, 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 is making noise and, and nobody and is shouting, present me a man. May not be said that we cannot present, amen, to, to, you know, to the past of darkness, amen, a, a man. May we not be said we are not that man. Hallelujah. 
you, you, we've got to understand all of these things. So this requires that we, we really train ourselves, we build ourselves, amen, that we, our, our, our engagement to the things of the Spirit does not just stop in praying. Prayer must become a tool. Remember, that's what I used to teach us. Prayer must become a tool, must become a working system. Prayer must be that which we, we engage we engage with. Amen. Prayer is the place where we connect to the heart of God. Connecting with the heart of God, you are open to his, his treasure house. You are open to his economy, if you will. What you do with what you are open to is a different thing. All right? to, to be connected to truth, to be connected to revelation, to be connected to power is one thing. Amen. To have access to a gun is one thing. To know how to use a gun is another thing. Hallelujah. To have access to prosperity, to know how to use the prosperity is a different thing. All right. So we've gone beyond just having it. We want to begin to understand amen, how to. So that we can be what? Efficient and effective. We can be effective and efficient. We can be productive. We want our life to become productive. Amen. We want to learn how to turn things. Amen. Into, into tools. Into effective tools. All right. Uh, amen. The things of the spirit are given to us raw. You know, when God gives us things, he gives us raw. He expects us to, to fashion things out of those things. Amen. To shape things out of those things. Amen. To shape, to shape success out of failure. Hallelujah. To build people. Amen. Who feel they are nothing you know sometimes when i look at some of us we feel i don't i don't have what it takes but you do have what it takes and that's why i'm challenging you that's why i'm pulling out the things amen there are things that have been embedded locked within you we have to scare those things up we have to you know challenge ourselves you see that's how i challenge myself sometimes you don't have anybody to challenge you so i have to push myself so that i can push you hallelujah when i push myself i can push you you understand friends and i look for people that can also challenge me sometimes you don't find it because mo nobody's seen what you see so you have to you have to challenge yourself you have to you have to develop a breakthrough mentality amen by yourself by looking into the word of god and that's 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 the joy that's why i love the word of god when i look into the life of joseph i want to be like him when i look into the life of daniel i want to say i'm not reading about daniel i want to be daniel in my generation when i read esther i want to be esther i want my daughter to be like esther i want my daughters to be like esther hallelujah when i read joshua i want i want my sons to be like joshua come on that's what we're talking about that is what we're talking about. Amen. This thing should not just become a story that we tell. No, no. It must be what we want to become. It gave them the power to become, to become. We're becoming something. Amen. Goliath said, give me a man among the bunch. Not one man could present himself. Not one man could stand. May not be said in the day like this where people are running helter scatter. People are running from pillar to post. Government don't know what to do. All kinds of things are going on. May not be said that there are no man in the land. They say there's a man in that in, in that kingdom. That in the days of your father. <laughs> the king said, Go fetch me that man. <laughs> Go bring him. Amen. Yeah. Pharaoh had a dream. Everything was going awire in the palace. The butler said, hey, today I'm reminded of my sin. There is a man who, who, who showed me, who prophesied, who gave me an interpretation of a dream that I, that, that I have when you locked us in the prison here. There is a guy is in prison. Yes, you find them in prison. But you find them from prison to the throne. Your prison should never should never define, amen, and limit to what you carry. You see, I may be in a prison, but I'm not limited. After all, after all, the Bible you have today, you're reading, amen. One third of it was written in the prison. One third of the thing was written, amen, in the state, hallelujah, where you, you, will, you will think you can't get inspiration. 
Hallelujah. The entire book of Revelation was written, hallelujah, in the island of Patmos where a man was banished to death. Ah, come on, friends. Uh, our, our theology of the things of the spirit has to change. Has to change. God needs a man. You are that man. We're not talking about gender here. Hallelujah. God needs a man, a woman man. Come on. There is a, there is a man, amen, on the inside of every woman. Amen. That man is the seed of God. Hallelujah. And God breathed into man. God didn't bring it into a gender. God breathed into man. I said God did not bring it, breathe into a gender. Gender came after. <laughs> gender came after. In chapter 2, you see gender. He called them Adam. As he breathed into man, he called them. He called them Adam. Amen. He was interacting with that man. In chapter 2, hallelujah, he separated. We didn't know how long it took, amen, for, for, for the journey between chapter 1 and chapter 2 of Genesis. We didn't know how long. We didn't know the number of eons, amen, that Adam, amen, journeying, amen, with, with God, carrying this woman on the inside. And when the time, when the time came, hallelujah, for God to begin to give them assignment. Your gender is your assignment. You're not limited. Your gender is the expression of your assignment. You, you embrace your position as a woman. Amen. No man can do what God has invested in your life. No man can take the place. Amen. And you cannot rewrite amen, what God has given to you as a woman. Amen. Come on. You see, when we begin to understand destiny from the position of his, of his call for our life, we are not, we are not disenfranchised. Give me a man. More than ever before the nation need men. More than ever before, the nations, our nation today need a man. That's why I like, I like our, you know, our chief justice. He stood up as a man, regardless of what people will say about him. Regardless, you see, it doesn't matter. When you are still fearful, you are still insecure about your identity. That's when you bother about what people will think about you. The man knows that he, as a leader, he must save a nation. He must rise up on behalf of a nation. Yes, he's the chief justice of the land. But he's rising up, hallelujah, from the position as a man. And he's praying, he's come, let's pray. Who cares about what people say? Who cares about what, you know, you know, some crazy, you know, uh, uh, humanist, you know, progressive move, globalist move says? Who cares about that? That's a man. That's a man. And that's a man we must con constantly, continually pray for him. We must pray for achieved justice. He's a man of God. And there are many like that. I don't know them, but I know him. I know him because he stood out. <laughs> I know him because he decided in the midst of opposition, particularly in a nation like South Africa. Now, before you say anything, people will tell you, oh, no, 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 uh, gender equality, this, that, that. They will give you all kinds of, no, 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 you're, you're not supposed to. You're, you're being biased. No. The man rises up. You only die once. You can only be condemned once. You see, that's the position of a prophet. That man is taking the position of a prophet. He's showing us what it means to be a leader. A leader must do what needs to be done on behalf of the people. Multitude, multitude in the valley, amen, of indecision. Multitude, multitude. You see, if a leader does not rise up, all right, and stand and do what he needs to do, guess what? Many will perish. I tell you something, if there were leaders who rose up in the days of this corona, I tell you, we would have, we would have, we would have stopped a lot of destruction. Many people would not have died. But you see, because first of all, we have to go consult some liars and deceivers who have their own agenda. We have to go, you know, talk to some parties. They have to go consult. When our serum opposer was supposed to stand and say, this is what we're going to do. No, but you have to go consult this. Too many consultations sometimes bring destruction. 
when that's why we say leadership is not just you know a good management no 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 leadership is a spirit when you have the spirit say when the spirit of the lord comes upon you do as you will do as the spirit leads you do as the spirit directs you come on be a, be a leader be a man in your house be a man in your community be a man stand up don't do things for people do things because of people don't do things for people. Do things because. That's why they give us prophetic eyes. You can see afar. You can see. I mean, when I take a decision in my house, it's final. Because I can see. No, 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 no. That, it's not going to work that way. No, no, no. No, you can't do that. No. You've got to know where to put, you know, put a stop. You've got to know where to say no. You can't go beyond this point. Sorry, you can't do that. It's not allowed. Why? Because you have seen the future. You've seen that if this student continue to play the way they're playing, somebody's going to get injured. So you tell them, stop. Don't do that again. Because if you continue the way you're running around, somebody's going to fall. Somebody's going to get injured. All right? And it's going to become the problem of daddy or mommy. So stop. Don't do that. Reduce it. You've got to know where to put the stuff. Everything cannot be done, you know, in, a, in this idea realistic false concept of democracy everything is going wrong but no 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 we cannot do that who say you cannot do that you can do that because you're not doing it amen to hurt the people you're doing it to prevent you're doing it to protect you're doing it earlier to to to, to gather people you are doing it earlier to provide for the people be a leader for once come on rise up i sought for a man are you with me guys i hope you've not gone back to sleep <laughs> <laughs> it's a brand new difference. I thought I should encourage us again, bring our mind back to what we are called to do as, as men and women who are called to pray. Ezekiel 22, this is God. He's saying, this is the, one of the reasons why I brought destruction to the land. He said, I sought for a man. Listen to this. He said, I look for a man among them. I look for him among them. Remember, we've dealt with this before, but the Lord, you know, this morning once again stared my heart. He said, go, go encourage the people. Bring them back to, you know, the, you know, sometimes we can be going so far. Yeah, we're going far. We, we're pursuing something. But it's important that we remind ourselves where we're going so that we can keep direction. We can keep focus. We can be so distracted sometimes that we're just doing our own thing, not knowing that we have deviated. We've deviated. You know, I call it, you know, the sin of omission. You can deviate. You can you can find yourself, you know, missing the track, and you know you don't know. You know that's what happens when you are when you are when you're fainting. Have you seen somebody who faints before? You know they don't know they're fainting. They just slum. You just you just slumbing. Yeah. You don't want to slum. You want to be awake. You want to maintain the path. So the path, amen. What defines the core of what we're doing is what we're dealing with. All right. He said, "I sought for a man." So we're presenting ourselves, amen. I sought for a man, and that man is, is reflects a, a you know a quality of life. That man reflects amen, a quality of system. That man reflects a quality of leadership. That man reflects a quality of manhood. You can be, you can, you can be, a, you can be a man and not be a man. You, see, you, you know, there are a lot of men today who are not who are not men. <laughs> you get the point. Being a man is a responsibility. Being a man is to stand in the gap. Being a man, amen, is to go on behalf of. Being a man is to have a voice. Being a man is to have a standing. Being a man, come on, is to have the heart and the mind of God. Being a man, amen, is to be heard. And when they try to shut your voice, you increase the volume. When they try to shut you down, you amplify the volume. Hallelujah. It's called being a man. Men always see ahead. 
Being a man means that you have prophetic sight into the future. You're building, you're building the dimension of a life in the day where there is drought. You're building the, you're building the capacity of, of, you know, of, you know, of, of, of increase, of productivity. In the day where people are still saying, "Ah, oh, we have more than enough," a man is saying, "Let's continue to, let's continue to keep some, let's continue to, you know, build a band and and just save. This is not the time to spend your money anyhow." And I keep telling people, this is not the time to spend your money because yes, government is paying you again. No, but this is not the time to go around, <clears throat> you know, spending spring. This is not the time to do that. This is not the time, amen. This is the time to save. All right? This is not the time to go collect loans. I see, you know, all these banks now, they're sending you, you know, because they know people are distressed. So they're saying, come take loan. Take this loan. Take that loan. Soft loan. Take that. Don't take it. Don't take it. Don't take the loan going to put you in debt and God is bringing you out of debt. Now they want to put that thing again on you. God have brought everything, hallelujah, to a heart. Even the banks, they will cry in this season in time. No matter, no matter how, how small, you know, the, 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 the percentage, you know, is, don't take it. Except you desperately need it. If you're going to take a loan, make sure it's for business. And make sure that business, amen, you are certain that that thing is going to work. But if you're taking loan for just household thing, you better you better die hungry. Don't take that loan. Don't take loan for 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 food. Don't take loan for clothing. No, don't take it. Don't take another loan. Amen. Don't don't go take another clothes. Amen. Because uh, this winter uh, there's nothing to wear, so we're just gonna take those clothes, winter clothes. You know, you know, put it on credit. Don't take it. Don't take it. Don't take it. Don't put your debt, yourself in debt. Don't put your household, don't put your, your family, your children in debt when God is breaking that spirit away from us. This is the word we're bringing to this nation. It's time to stop those debt thing. It's time to, it's time to stop those accounts, those Edgar accounts, those Woolworth accounts, amen. You're taking things, amen, that you know that you can do without. Don't take it. You close those accounts. Heaven is bringing us to freedom. We are going to be the next wealthy people in the land. And if we want to do that, we have to be disciplined with money. We have to know how to handle money. We have to know how to manage people. We have to know how to manage ourselves. We have to know how to manage amen, our abundance. And we have to know how to manage amen, our times of need. Paul said, I learn how to abound and to abase. There are seasons where we must abase. Whatever you have, eat it. If you can't get, go ask your friend. Come on. Don't, don't put yourself under pressure. All because, no, 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 no. Even if they give you money, go keep that money. It's for a rainy day. Learn to save. Karabasayando. We're dealing with a spirit. I sought for a man. A quality man. Every aspect of your life must reflect quality. 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 A day has passed. A new day has dawned on us. We cannot bring the same old mindset into this new day, into this new season. Don't renew that phone again. Come on. If you can keep that phone, keep it. Except that phone, you're going to use it for business, then you can renew it. But if it's just for fun, if it's just for taking selfie, and <laughs> no, leave it. You can use that money for something else. We have to learn to live life. Come on. The night is far spent. The day of the Lord is upon us. In the day of the Lord, the Bible says we must live and travel light. We must travel light. 
We want to be able to come to the heel of the Lord. Amen. We can't come with baggages. Come on. When God is delivering us from Sodom, we don't want to be looking back. And then we turn to pillars of salt because of, amen, of, 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 of unbridled appetite and bridled desires. No, we have to break away from those things. Get, get to fix the things you have. Amen. The winter clothes you have last year. Amen. Bring them out. Use them again. Come on. Let, let God see your faithfulness and then let God surprise you. Let God surprise you. Let God speak to the heart of people and say, bless my son, bless my daughter with, you know, with clothing. Yes, let them use their money. Come on, get to, get to enjoy your faith. Speak your faith. Come on, Lord, I need winter clothes, but I'm not going to use this money. Let, let him be a father to you. Come on, speak to him. Lord, I need another phone. Speak to somebody. Yes, to be. Don't do things in, in the name of, uh, I want to also prove. You don't need to prove nothing to anybody, at least not to me. <laughs> in fact if you try to prove to me i will i will make you i will make you look foolish and stupid and 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 you know yes you don't want to impress me because there's nothing in, in our flesh to be impressed i don't want to i want to see the quality of your heart not what you're wearing not what you're riding come on friends come on friends you don't need to impress nobody you're not in competition <laughs> you're not in competition Focus on what matters. Invest on what matters. In the day where Goliath, amen, is challenging, amen, the armies of Israel, not one man can stand, not one man. All of the qualified, you know, well, you know, designed, prof, you know, prof, profession guy, not one man could stand, not one, not one, not one. <laughs> can, can you find that? Not one. Give me one man. Everybody's bankrupt. Everybody is confused. Everybody is blind. Everybody is weak, including the king. God said, I sought for one. I didn't see, I'm not looking for ten. One among them. The power of one. The voice of one. That's why I love John the Baptist. He said, I am the voice of one. If you, if you make the mistake to think it's just one man speaking <laughs> to your detriment. <laughs> Because there are hosts of heaven. There are, there are angelic force. Remember, I, 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 used, to, I used to tell us, when, when David stood before Goliath, Goliath made a mistake. He looked at the boy and he disdained him. He ridiculed him. He said, am I a dog that you're presenting this thing to me? You mean this is all you can do? Israel. Israel. You mean this is all you can do? This, this young lad... This boy that has never held a, a javelin in his life, he doesn't even have the strength to carry one. The Bible described to us the, the size and the weight, amen, of, of, of the beam, of the javelin, amen, of, you know, of the shield of, of, of Goliath. When you look at all those things, I'm telling you, you'll be afraid. But guess what? God has gone ahead of you. He will turn, he will turn, he will turn their, their pride to fear. Give me a man, God said. I sought for one among them. God said, give me a man among you to stand in the gap. Just like Goliath said, give me a man. In other words, we have not prepared for the day. We didn't prepare to, as a nation, amen, to present, amen, to, 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 to the corona a man, to present, amen, to the famine a man, to present, amen, to, you know, whatever is coming, the plague a man. A man, amen, has the answer. That's what we're talking about. A man has the answer. A man has the answer. I remember I said the man is not a gender. 
A man is the quality of the spirit. And God breath. A man carries the breath of God. A man carries the pneuma of God. A man carries the life of God. When you carry the life of God, you better be afraid. That man carries the authority of heaven. A man who carries the life of God carries the dominion of the earth. Give me a man among them. Among them. Not somewhere else. The man is not coming from America. He's not coming from Europe. <laughs> He's not coming from, you know, Dubai. No. Among them. Among them. Among them. That's the key word. Among them. I sought for a man. I sought for a man among them who will build up. Among them. That's the emphasis. Among them. A man among them. So if you're a man among them, but you're like... You're still fidgeting. You're still afraid. Then you're not one yet. You're not a man among them. You see, I magnify my position, my place. We don't struggle. No, 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 we don't. But I stand as a man among them. I'm a voice among them. I'm an assigned, I'm a sent one and assigned one among them. Among them. Thank you so much, uh, Apostle Godfrey, this morning for connecting. Appreciate it. Among them. Give me a man among them. Among them. You see, so if you don't know what benchmark the quality of men in your day, you will never be able to rise above them. This is not the, this is not the position of competition or try to prove a point. No, but there's something heaven has locked on the inside of you. That in the day where God says, I need a man. You say, I'm, I'm here, Lord. The councils of heaven gather. They say, who, will, who, will, who shall we send? Who will go for us? Isaiah was among them. Because by then, Uzziah, the principality, had died. So, for, for, for a long time, he had not access to the court of heaven. Because of, there was a principality, a man in the earth, that had, that had blocked the heavens, that had, that had hindered the prayer of the saints from rising up. Don't you understand that happens? Don't you understand that there are certain powers that can stop your prayer, that can stop amen, your ability to press into the next realities of God for your life, for your city, for your community because of certain principality that have been overing, overing over amen, the, 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 the terrestrials and the, and, the, and the celestials of your realm. This guy's name was called Uzziah. Uzziah wasn't just a king. He was a principality. Like the, king of, like, like the king of Tyre and, uh, and Sidon. The king of Tyre connected to Satan himself. Read this through the scripture. The, the Lord was talking, they were talking about the king and suddenly they began to talk about Lucifer. There are people walking, hallelujah, in, in, in the spirit of certain principalities in the earth. They, they are the portal, they are the gate. As Isaiah Philip is the portal of God to this nation and to my generation. There are men that are portal. You see, for you to access realm, you need portals. We don't just bear the name Portals Gate by, by chance. No, it was a name God gave to me. And, and this ministry has brought three names, if not four. In every season that God comes into my life for the generation, he changes my name, changes or, uh, the, the, the name of the ministry that we, 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 you know, we, we're representing. Name reflect what you stand for. You understand? So, so we've got to understand what the spirit of the Lord is saying. Now, the, the powers that be stopped. There was a prophet in the land, but the prophet could no longer see into what God is doing. You can be benchmarked. Your prophetic sight can be limited to certain realms. 
if the powers that be are able to find weakness in your life are able to find you know compromising dimensions in your life listen to this that becomes where they are going to walk through to benchmark and once they benchmark you the prophet guess what every other person is benchmarked because the prophet ought to be the sight amen and ears of the of the of the of the people isaiah if you read the book of isaiah there is no prophet in the entire book that have the revelation of Jesus Christ, that have the revelation of the Messiah as Isaiah. I mean, if you read Isaiah 53, this guy was speaking of something that had not yet happened. He described it, amen, to details. I fear that guy. Generations came and come, they came and gone, debating what this guy, who is this guy talking about? <laughs> that's why it's a prophetic spirit that's why it's a prophetic spirit i'm talking about a man among them but guess what isaiah did not just one day jump into this thing no he's been prophesying before they they plunge him all right into a season where the the powers that be capture his prophetic ministry he said he said in the year king Uzziah died Barabasayanda. There are certain things that must die over your realm for you to see the realm. There are certain dimensions, realities, systems, if you will, people who have connived, who have, who have joined themselves. The Bible says in, 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 in Psalm 2, it says the, the kings of the earth, they have bound themselves together. <laughs> And they've took, they've, they took a stand against the Lord and against his anointed. Come on, friends. The power of one among the bunch. Jesus was just one man. He changed the course of history. And the pattern has not changed. You see, God is not about multitude. Multitude in most cases, when you look at the concept of democracy, is a democracy is a, a concept to enslave people. This is modern enslavement. You don't understand. You think you think democracy is freedom? Look at one one nation sneezed and caught corona. The entire the entire globe was shut down. What an indictment! Do I live in Wahoom or whatever they call it? Do, have I ever been to China before? But you here, you're suffering it. Are you getting the point? Speak, Father. Speak to us. We rise above this realm. We come into the realm where powers, where kingdoms, where authority sit. And decide what will happen in the earth. The scripture says we are seated in heavenly places. Do you think that is just to have a nice time? We are seated in heavenly places. Men among them sit in heavenly places. Men among them have you know dominion in heavenly places. Have you have you have you have you have you checked that the dominion that rules the earth are dominions, amen, that are in the spirit? Adam, Adam, listen to this. Adam was in the garden, but he was a man positioned in the spirit. 
Edom was supposed to bridge heaven and earth. Edom was supposed to be the bridge point. It was supposed to be the portal. It was supposed to be the gate. It was supposed to be the point of convergence between heaven and earth. That's Eden. That's why they, they kicked them out of Eden. You don't, you don't pollute that thing. That was supposed to be a portal, a bridge. Where amen, heaven and earth can inter, in, interface. That's why I said to us, God is bringing us back to Eden. And from there, hallelujah, we will release the waters that will heal the earth. The economy of God is in Eden. Four heads of rivers with different treasures flowing into the four corners of the earth. A man among them. When God wants to move, we look for a man among them. When the powers of darkness want to move, they look for one man among them. In every generation, Satan looks for a man. He anoints the man. In the days of the 60s, thereabout, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, he looked for a man and anointed that man, amen, that guy who, who ran the entire conglomerate of, you know, of, of Playboy. And, and, a, and a spirit of destruction was unleashed into the entire human race. Playboy. They perverted human identity. They perverted amen, the sacredness of, of, of human sexuality. It was perverted. Then the gypsies came, you know, in, in late 60s, thereabouts. You understand? And, 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 and they came with all the ganges of this world. And, and they legalized marijuana and, and marijuana and, you know, heroin and all of these crazy things. It became, uh, you, know, uh, you know, something legal for you to destroy your life and destroy other people's life. And nobody cares. Whenever the devil wants to move, he look for a man. If, if, you, if you look at the history of this nation, you will find a man behind the destruction. A man was anointed, amen, to, to, to destroy the, the identity of our people in this nation. Apartheid came and all of that came. Yeah. Nazi Germany. Yes. The devil anointed Hitler. He anointed him. The devil anointed him. You see, that's why we keep saying, listen to this, the position, the ministry of transforming nation begins at home. Parents! Parenting is the most, is the most sacred assignment anybody can ever have. Parenting. You can be a professor, you can be the, can be, you can be the, you know, the, 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 the millionaire, you can be whatever. If there is a wrong footing in your life, that wrong footing will affect your days of breakthrough. No matter how successful you are, that, that thing that was not put right, that thing that was allowed all right, to, 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 to govern you while you were growing up, that thing will continue. You see, demons don't, they don't leave. Demons have, have no subject to time. <laughs> if you position a devil in a particular location, all right. In the next 50 years, that demon will be in that location until somebody can open amen, the eyes of, of the spirit and see that thing and, 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 you know, and exercise a greater authority. Because it takes a greater authority amen, to remove an authority. <laughs> Are you getting this right? It takes a greater authority to deal with an authority. It takes greater power to deal with a power. Come on. If you don't have authority to over certain things, <laughs> just leave it alone or else they will finish you. There are hierarchies in authority. I'm talking about a man among them. Prayer is done, amen, from a position, amen, of authority 
and authority comes because we have identity of who we are, what we stand for, amen, what we represent, who we represent. In the year King Uzziah died, the heavens were open. The spiritual realm were open. Something gave way. Suddenly I said, ah, I'm undone. Unclean. I live among unclean people. Yes. He has been captured. Isaiah, Isaiah had been captured by the spirit of the age, by the spirit of his community. He's been captured by the same spirit that controls everybody. Have you noticed that in every society, everybody behaves the same? If you see people behaving differently, it's either a man, another spirit is working in them. Or they know something that everybody don't know. Yeah? Yeah? There are people today who know things about the coronavirus. And they're the one talking. They're all over the place. You know, they know what is going on because they know they know how this thing began. <laughs> but guess what? There are also people who know beyond what they know. Because those people have a place at the court of heaven. They have a sitting there. We have a sitting there. Isaiah. He was doing still doing prophetic ministry. <laughs> Uzziah said, you, you're not going beyond this realm. You are my prophet. You will tell me what I want to hear. The guy was, you know, trying to, into this, he couldn't see. He could not see. He couldn't see what heaven is doing. You know, when I get to the point, I'm trying to see things and I can't see. You know what I do? I withdraw myself. I withdraw myself. I withdraw myself. It's strategy. I withdraw myself. You, you know, you go back to, you know, to the drawing board. You go back. You, you recalibrate, amen, your radar. Karabashayamda. You go back and recalibrate, amen, your radar. You recalibrate your radar. You recalibrate the GPS. You recalibrate, amen, your satellite. You pick things in. Aha, uh -huh, yeah, the signal is strong. I told you this morning, my phone just stopped working. What's going on? I remove, you know, the password. Try to put it, put it, change it again. It never worked. I said, drop it. Thank God there's, there's, there's something I can use. So I decide, okay, let's use this one. He's doing the job. God, God always have a plan B. I told us before. God always have a plan B. So don't put yourself, don't let pride put you in a place where you think I cannot be replaced. You can be replaced. They were looking for a replacement for Isaiah, the almighty prophet Isaiah. They were looking for a replacement. When this guy, finally Uzziah died, so he, finally he had access into the throne room. He had access, amen, into the throne room. The, the court were already sitting. <laughs> heaven, heaven, amen, has set order. Have you, have, you, have, you, have you understood the concept, amen, that heaven is a courtroom? Heaven was already uh, sitting. The elders, everybody, the Lord was sitting. Judgment was being passed. Isaiah was there and they were talking about who to, the next person to send to earth, you know, in his time, in his place, in his day. Who are we going to send to do this job? Isaiah said, but excuse me, sir. I thought you sent me. They said, are you? You've been compromised a long time ago. Didn't you know it? <laughs> You've been compromised a long time ago. I'm sorry. Lord, have mercy on me. Yes. You, you, you dwell among the unclean. You sit among them. You eat what they eat. You do what they do. All right. And, and when heaven were calling you, say, come, separate yourself. No, you want to be part of them. You want to, don't you understand that when they call you out of among them, you cannot be, you know, with them again as much as you ascend, amen, to save them. It's a mystery. 
You are among them, but they want you to be part of them. But you say, sorry, I cannot. If, if I remain where you guys are, there will not be a redemption. There will not be salvation. There will not be an economic breakthrough. There will not be freedom. There, there will not be liberty. Have you noticed that people that God called among them, they're the one that suffers the most. Yes, Mandela was called. He was among them, but they called him. <laughs> that, thing, that, thing, that thing destroyed his family. I, I, listen friends if, if they call you and you don't know how to handle that thing you will get out of prison and you will divorce your wife and you go marry another crazy woman that was a mistake of Mandela he, he, he left he left that woman he made the greatest mistake of his life they don't look at things in the natural realm you see he was called he was called from among them but he didn't understand because that woman too was called. Winnie Mandela was called as he also was called. And they said, look, if we're going to give your people freedom, this woman, you're going to divorce her. No, no. You better take me back to the prison. It's not time yet. Because this one, we're in together forever. They suffered together. They, those people, they never enjoy what marriage was. Those of us who think marriage is just rosy, rosy, your marriage would define the quality of your assignment. Or rather, your assignment would define the quality of your marriage. Don't you understand that? You think if I have to be doing rosy, rosy, every day, rosy, rosy with my wife, you think I'll be able to do the things that I, I have sight into all of those things? And it's not easy. Because sometimes the woman is not going to understand. Thank God the Lord will make the woman understand. But it's not always, you know, Sarah could not understand. Sarah could not understand why amen, she was still barren. She said, no, here is Agar. Go into her. I permit you. <laughs> Come on, friends. Is the Lord speaking to you? The power of one called from among them. Your life will look like one that is ruined. You will look like a fish out of water. Sometimes you have no one to play with. One among them will build up the wall. That's the purpose. When they find you among them, the purpose of that is to build a wall of defense for the people. That's why we pray. It's not an easy thing. You know, your wife wakes up in the morning, she, she wants to hug you, then she's hugging the pillow. <laughs> because you've got to get up and pray. And you have to be praying, Lord, speak to the woman, let her understand. <laughs> the power of a called one. Sometimes when I finish, when I finish, you know, my daughter, she's by the, she's by the door of my caravan waiting. Because all of those ideas and ideals we have about marriage, about family, hey, is because they have not called you. You cannot have it perfect. You cannot have it perfect. All those naughty books, your crazy book you're reading, perfect marriage. Perfect, there's nothing like perfect. What perfect it, amen, is the hand of God, is the glory of God, hallelujah, is the goodness of God, is the favor, is the mercy of God. If you want to have the marriage, they picture, you know, picture to you and they show you, you know, in those movies, in those Hollywood, whatever. Listen to this. You, you'll be looking for an, an utopia that does not exist. And yes, some people say, oh, we want to do marriage conference. You don't know how. No, you don't understand. You, you must understand the calling before you talk about the marriage, before you talk about his, his children. Before you talk about, amen, his, you know, managing his time. 
All those naughty books people are reading, you know, Seven Habits of, of Success. Ah, you throw those books away. It's because they've not called you. What is balance when God wakes you 3 a.m.? When God begins to show you things that looks crazy, that looks different. As I say, you, have, you don't understand. You've got to understand yourself first before you ever say, I do. Because you may just be fighting all your life. You may just be fighting all your life. You're fighting God in the man. You're fighting God in the woman. They know you're supposed to love me. He didn't buy me this. He didn't buy me that. You're supposed to do this for me. He didn't uh, no listen. I'm not I'm not saying all of this as an excuse, but I'm saying when God I'm strong you, when they capture your heart, when heaven becomes your gain, you have to understand that they will be depositing, amen. They will be depositing things, amen, into your account for the sake of you being called to be a priest, to stand in the gap on behalf of others. He said, I will cause you to reap where you have not sown. Yes, it's a principle. You think it's about money? I will cause you to reap where you have not sown. Why? Because you are sowing in certain dimensions of people's life. And they look at your home. They look at your children. They say, Hi, I'm going to raise people that will give your children quality education. That will cover you know, those areas that you cannot cover. Because you, you don't have all the eyes. Who has the ability to ma manage the entire life? You don't. You don't. You don't. Even in the things that we're trying to do, I'm saying to myself, Lord, I don't want this thing to distract me and divert my attention from the things that I need to do. So give us people who are into, you know, these things. There are people who, whose passion is, is those areas. I don't want, I, I know my strength and I know my, my, my you know, my weakness. You, you don't focus on your weakness, you focus on your strength. The more you focus on your strength, the more you become more powerful. Right? If you focus on your weakness, just because you feel, I, I, I need to also get strength in that area, you're making a big mistake. That's not wisdom. Focus on your strength. My strength is to give the word of the Lord, is to hear God speak. Amen. My strength amen, is to put things in writing. Amen. Let the spirit of God speak so that I can, we can resource the body of Christ. That's my strength. And I don't want to get myself too carried away with computer and all of the technical area. No. If it doesn't work, I throw it one side. We could do continue to do what we need to do. <laughs> you, you see, we got to understand what God is doing. The things of God, the things of God, the ways of God. You see, when the sense of spiritual responsibility falls on you, when that sense of spiritual responsibility falls on you, I'm telling you, you will carry the weight of the world on your shoulder and you won't even feel it. Because it's not you. They just need your sh shoulder. <laughs> you think is the priest carrying the weight of the world? No, no, no. It's Christ. The government sits upon his shoulder. But if he's going to present himself, he has to present himself through us. So we are, we are what is called, amen? We are what is called the minister of representation. We're not just representing the people. We are also representing Christ. Remember what I told us? Don't forget the principle, all right? When we're representing amen, the people, to God. What are we? We are intercessors. When we are representing God to the people, what are we? We are prophets. Yes. You see why your work is complex? Oh, hallelujah. I just got motivated. Of course, by the Spirit. <laughs> what are we doing? We are praying. 
because prayer is to have insight to have revelation you see when you pray with this kind of understanding for five minutes you would have done more damage than the person praying three hours hitting the wall you pray amen with insight you're praying with understanding you're praying with foresight you're praying as wisdom hallelujah leads you a prayer that builds a prayer that constructs things in the earth a prayer that can fashion things in the earth a prayer hallelujah that when that prayer reaches certain realm amen it just changes the entire life of the people in the realm governmental prayer high level prophetic engagement this is what is needed in our day the quality of the man defines the quality of the prayer the quality, amen, of the spirit man defines the, the, the expression, the authority, the governmental expression of God in the earth. Elijah was still praying while the fire from heaven, the fire of approval fell down. I said Elijah was still praying when heaven opened. Yeah, the people have been praying all day. Doing all kinds of things. Doing all kinds of gymnastics. You know, trying to. <laughs> Here's a man who, 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 who is selling pour more water on the, on, the, on, the, on the altar. More water. The whole, the whole place was drenched with water. There was, there was no sign of any, you know, leaf catching fire from, you know, because of the sun. There's people who say, oh, no, he, this one is just, you know, because crazy science, science, they will tell you, no, that thing never happened. You know, it, it was the position of the sun, all right, that hit the, you know, uh, uh, that dry leaves. And so that dry leaf just caught fire. And there you, you, you discover that there's fire, you know, on the altar. So this guy tells you he's God. No, so, <laughs> you see, when God wants to move, every, every idea of man, every sense of, you know, uh, uh, human, Human, human interference must be dealt with. I like it when it's like that. I like it when you're sleeping and they, they wake you up and they say, get up. Now, go out. Move. And you're, you think you're still dreaming. And the chain falls off your hand. And the prison door opens out at his own accord. And you find yourself among your brethren. I like it like that. When, when, when they give you, you know, three more months to live, and God said, I give you, amen, 60 more years to live. I like it. When the, the doctor says, sorry, well, there's nothing we can do, but God says, this is where I start my thing. He said, he's been dead four days. By now, he stinks. He said, this is, this is the time, amen, to go wake him up. Uh -huh. Sarah did not understand. If she understood, she would not have thrown Agar, amen, to the, to the husband. Ishmael would not have brought all this destruction that we have today in the world. In the name of some, you know, extremist jihadists killing people, blowing themselves all around. You see, the power of one, one man among them, the power of sight. You must know me as I must know you. That's the man God is looking for. The man that we know by revelation. Not by, not by status. Not by material status. Not by, you know, how many buildings does this man have? Where does he live? He can be in a squatter camp where he's a man. He can be living among the shack. Amen. He's a man. He may not have food in his fridge, but he's a man. 
He may not be invited, but he's a man. If he's a man, then he's a man of God. You know, some, when we say man of God, we're not talking about gender. We're talking about someone who carries the approval of heaven. Represent heaven in the earth. The days needs a man. A man that can interpret the handwriting on the wall. A man that can say, take me to where, amen, the, 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 the stream, the, the river that supplies, amen, the city water. Take me there. That by the unction of the spirit, a man can hear what is required. He say, get me, get me salt and a clean bowl that has never been used before. I'm talking about a man who has, amen, the technology to handle situation. That when the man walks into the community, every power that be begins to find their way. The man who has an alignment with heaven, who has a standing. Jacob was a man, but they had to show him how to be the man. For the first time, he realized that he was not a man. He thought a man is one who, who tries to steal from his brother, who tries to, you know, uh, 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 you know, outdo his brother, who tries to take the place of his brother. Esau was a man, but he died. Or rather, Cain, excuse me. Cain died because he refused to be the man of God. He, he, he was full of jealousy, and jealousy led to rage and anger and hatred and murder. He killed his own brother because he was not a man. He's not a man who stands and think, you know, his biceps and his triceps is what defines him to, to be a man. You can carry all, 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 the, all the weight in the gym and you have everything shooting out. And everyone look at you and say, wow, what a guy. <laughs> You're not a man. The spirit in you must be built and developed. You can be lying on the bed. Looking like a sick man, but you're a man because you carry heaven. You say, is that possible? It is possible. It's called the order of the kingdom. They can put you in a difficult situation. But what, what's on the inside of you? If people don't see it, you will die with it. <laughs> Elisha died with some power. That in the day of war, a dead man, they quickly threw that guy. They didn't even know they were throwing that guy where the man was buried. See, that was how cheap. They saw Elisha in his day. That they could not give that man a befitted barrier. That's what happens to prophets. They buried him anyway, somewhere. They just buried him. They buried the prophet. But life was still in his bone. Life was still in his bone. Alaba, Ali, Ando. So this guy, they were trying to get rid of him. You know, they just... Dump his body somewhere as they dump the, the, the prophet's body. <laughs> as the body of this guy hit the dry bones of Elisha, this guy jumped, a dead man jumped to life. I'm talking about the economy of heaven. A dead man met a dead bone, came back to life. You don't even know what you carry. You have not discovered who you carry. That's why you let the people look down on you. And talk you down. And talk you to silence. It says you keep quiet. 
blind Bartimaeus encountered a man walking. He's heard about the man, but he has never met him. Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, he heard of a man. He heard of the son of Jesus, the son of David, called the Messiah, walking past where he sits. As the crowd, you know, went with Jesus, as they trung him and push him here and there. All he had was a voice. He's a blind man, but he's a man. He's got a voice. Don't let somebody take your voice in the place where they try to take your vision. Blind Bartimaeus cried out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. That guy was sighted. That man was sighted than all the men with sight around Jesus Christ. A blind man with sight. He knew something that they didn't know. They were following Jesus all around just to hear a message. Just to, you, know, you, know, you know how people do? Multitude will be following you, but they are blind. Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. He cried out. It wasn't just a cry of desperation. It was a cry of faith. It was a cry of faith. I can still hear the voice of blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. Cry, Jesus. And the more he cried, the more they said, shut up. Can't you see the people following Jesus? I am sure on that day, the, all, the, all the chief Pharisees and the Syandris, you know, because everywhere Jesus goes, they go with him to counter what he's saying. So they were all surrounding him. And you can see all the men in black. You know, those men, you can't, you can't come near them. All the men in black. <laughs> Before you get to the altar to want to touch the man. Huh? God is moving in the in the power of the spirit. Somebody gets up. Want to go touch the man of God. No. Another black man with his black goggles say, Hey, who, where? <laughs> go, go back. <laughs> because they must defend the man of God. I, how we have missed it. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. The more they tell him, be quiet, shut up. It's not your time. It's not your day. You will never go. Don't, don't you accept your state? Accept your position. You're blind. We'll give you money. We'll give you food. Shut up. The man was tired of his condition and position. He said, no, I want a shift. I want a shift. I want a mobility with sight. I refuse men bringing me all the time to this place. I refuse the issue earlier of, 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 of demobilization. I refuse dependability. I refuse crumbs. That's the story of Africa. They tell us, shut up. Instead of us asking for sight. You know what we do? No. We just, we just take what they give to us. What China throws to us. What America throws to us. What somebody else throws to us. We just take it in the name of AIDS. In the name of, you know, some, you know, uh, uh, you know money to help us do something. But, but we never get to rise up. Blind Bartimaeus said, no, I'm rising up. I want Jesus, the son of David. Have mercy. He cried until he caught the attention. Hello? As your voice caught the attention of Christ. Give me a man among them. There's something different about the man that heaven, hallelujah, has awakened. There's something different about a man that heaven has awakened. David was a man in his day. Though he was a lad. He was a boy. He was, he was, he was just, you know, one of those nice looking young boy. You know, who plays his harp. They thought this guy was just a hard player. They didn't know he was a warrior. 
They didn't see when he fought beast. They didn't see when he fought the lion, when he fought the bear. They didn't see it. Nobody believed him. They thought he was just daydreaming. <laughs> when he told the dream to his brother, then excuse me, when he told the story to his brother, they looked and said, David, come on. It's like Joseph. When he told his dream to his brother, even to his father, the, the father rebuked him and said, what are you saying? Are you saying me and your mother one day are going to bow to you and your brothers are going to bow to you? Stop this, your naughty dream. <laughs> you don't want to kill that dream, friends. Give me a man among them. There is a voice of one coming from the wilderness. There is a voice of a one coming, arising from the wilderness. You don't know him. Except you've been to the wilderness. Then you hear him. Jesus said if you want to see a prophet. You don't go to the palace. You don't identify them by their royal apparels. They don't sit on king's table. Yet they are kings. And priests in the earth. So, but if you want to find them. You have to go to the wilderness. I'm a wilderness man. I love being. I love living in the wilderness. I love it. I told her some time ago. You can have a wilderness experience. Even in the palace. So when we say wilderness. Don't, don't begin to think of some, some arid. Wilderness is a condition of life. Amen. You come to accustom to. In order to hear the frequency of heaven. It's a place that has not been polluted. By humanistic you know, ideas and philosophy. It's a place where you don't argue things with people. Is a place where you can speak to the trees and speak to the, you know, you know, you can have interaction, hallelujah, with the with the mountains, with the, you know, with the sea. You can have interaction or with with unanimated objects. You can you can tap into the realm of the spirit. You 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 can be among men who are sitting in their God knows what, but you you are in that dimension. It's called a wilderness. Many people don't like it. They don't like with the wilderness experience. That's why they can't hear God. The voice of one coming from the wilderness. It was that voice that prepared the way. The voice of one. One among them. Are you picking the frequency of the spirit this morning friends? Who will build up the wall. He said but I found none. Excuse me Lord. Are you saying that in the day of Ezekiel there were no men? <laughs> of course there were men. But they were not qualified. Oh. All the men have been compromised. Remember when we did the teaching on Jezebel. And we, we, we tracked that you know, a scripture in Genesis you know, 6. When the, sons, when, the, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men. There was no man. You know that was still something that I, I'm, I'm saying. Are you saying Lord that in the day where this beastly fallen angelic beings came down looking like you know nice things looking like no one you mean no one could discern that these guys are not a demons they are looking like angels of light you mean no one could discern the bible says they came and took the daughters the daughters of men as wives and they gave back to giants When you are around, but you are not around. <laughs> you are a man, you are around, but you are not around. What, 
What an indictment to, to our generation. Have you noticed that it was the fall of a man that caused the entire world to fall? It was the blindness of a man that, that, that plunged the entire generation into blindness. <clears throat> it was a man abdicating his responsibility as a husband that caused the whole world to face this problem that we are faced with today. So you tell me you know what it means to be a husband. <laughs> All those naughty, ungodly, romantic, westernized idea of marriage, we've got to throw them around if we're going to save the planet, if we're going to save our generation and save our home. You understand? Please don't get me wrong. I'm very romantic in my own way. So don't say, oh, this guy is not romantic. That's why he's talking like this. Well, I don't know your definition. Because, you see, when we, when we use word, we have to understand, amen, the, the context and the definition of what we're saying. Where was romance when God said, Abraham, yes, daddy, take your son, your only son, Isaac, and go to one of the mountains in the land of Moriah and sacrifice him for me. And you think Sarah would just wake up and say, oh, my, my husband, you mean God spoke to you? Okay, carry on, go on, bye. I'm sure they were warned the house. I'm sure they were exchange of words. Oh, no, they don't teach us that, right? No, we don't preach that. Because no, no, the, the husband, like I had a crazy man of God say, he's crazy. Because I know he lied. He said, he said, since, since, and this was years ago. He said, since, you know, he got married. Him and his wife, they've never had a quarrel. They've never had, you know, an argument. I said, then you, it's either you are lying to her or some, she's lying to you. Just because you're a man of God, there's no quarrel in your house. You don't have arguments. Then you must have come from a different planet. And of course, it's not heaven. Because even in heaven, they made it compulsory that, alright, for you, for both of you to be able to work together, you have to disagree to agree. You're lying. And from that day that man said that thing, I, I stopped listening to his messages. I, you know, I, I don't want to mention his name because he's, he's, you know, he's one of those big bishops in Nigeria. I, I threw all his messages, I threw it away. <laughs> I said, this man is a liar. This, this guy is going to lead. You see, that's how you manipulate people. You control people. When, when he made such a statement, I've never had any issue with my wife. We've never had any quarrel. I said, my good God. And everybody is going screaming. I said, ah, this guy is a liar. Is either both of you are robots and somebody is remoting you guys? <laughs> if you're humans, ah, they will be. Because God will say something that, you know, the woman, is, she, she's not picking it. And she will see from her own perspective. And she, and she has every right to object. She has every right to object. The same thing with the man. And then you say, you've never had any quarrel. I said, no, 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 no. This guy, this guy will lead you guys. And he did. He led a lot of people to, to error. You see, back in those days, people, people thought I was crazy. But I was hearing God. Yes, he may be a man of God who has great things, who has done great things, who's got buildings, massive buildings all over the place. Who is looking at the building? <laughs> you see, it's how you, it's how you value the things of God that you value the things of man. 
It's how you value the things of God that you will value the things of man. You see, I've, when I look at the things of man from the eyes of God, from the perspective of God, I honor people. But guess what? I don't worship people. My respect for people, particularly people of God, listen, is, is determined by how they track God. Because when you make statements like that, you're telling people that your life is a model. In other words, you are, you, you are equating yourself with Christ, even though Jesus never got married. Even Jesus had issue with his parents, had issue with his, with his brothers. You understand? I mean, imagine a son. Your mother come to look for you. And they say, he's preaching. You know, he's there with the people. And they say, your mother is here looking for you. And Jesus made this. I mean, you, quote and unquote, you could say it's a nasty statement. He said, who is my mother? Now, who's, who, 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 who as a mother will want to hear such a statement? He said, who is my mother? You see, are they not the ones sitting here who does the will of my father? That's a statement from our Lord Jesus Christ. So if you don't track the context of what he's saying, you say Jesus was rude to his mother. No. He's saying something that it would take somebody with sight to understand. That's how we track the things of the spirit. You see, if you want to be a man among them, you will have to live your life from a different order while you are them. Every priest is taken from among them. <laughs> so don't tell me, no, no, it's tries to be exclusive. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about being exclusive now. No, 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 we dare not. There's no exclusivity in the things of the spirit. But there are order, there are rankings, there are state and positions. You put 12 prophets all together, there's one that is special. There is one, hallelujah, that is among them, but it's not among them. Yeah. We have to understand the ways of God. We don't play, you know, fighting, ranking games. Who is, no, 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 we don't do that. But the spirits, hallelujah, will point, will show us. That's why we have the Holy Spirit. If we all have the Holy Spirit, there will never be quarrel. And there will never be, you know, a, a position fighting among us. Because the Holy Spirit will say, that's the one I've chosen. That's the one that should speak. Have you noticed that in the beginning of the church, when they were to choose, amen, they had to throw dice. The next time they didn't need to throw dice because the church had grown and mature. It was the spirit leading them. <laughs> they didn't have to throw dice. Who, who, who go for us? No, no. Now they know how to hear. But in, in the beginning, they didn't know how to hear. So they had to throw dice to pick. That's <laughs> how they pick. Uh, was it Aneas or who, who, who was that guy? Yes, they had to throw dice because that's the way they used to do it. You know, at that time, the, the, the church was still immature. You, you've got to track the things of the spirit. There's no place again that the Bible talks about, amen, throwing dice. To know who, who to take. Just because we don't want quarrel. So the dice with, on animated object would define to us who to follow. Supposing the dice went to the wrong person. <laughs> Supposing the dice went to choose the wrong person. What do you do? Okay, I choose five, you choose six. All right? And the sixth guy is, is the Antichrist. And the dice went to the Antichrist. So we all follow the Antichrist. Come on, wake up. I'm going to track the things of the Spirit. This is the third day, friends. This is the day of the Lord. The Lord is moving in amidst his people. The Spirit of God is speaking to us expressly. Can we hear? Are we listening? Are we responding? Are we changing? Or are we still coming with the same old garments? 
in the day we are supposed to be fighting Goliath, hallelujah, we are still allowing Saul to clothe us. When they say you must not engage this battle, this, this new day, with this garment of Saul. Saul is an identity. Saul is a garment. Saul is a mentality. Saul is a position. Amen. Saul is a lifestyle. And God is trying to raise David, amen, as the new garment. And Saul, because of his position and influence, still want to control the day. You say, yes, I know God has called you David, but come, let me clothe you. You refuse every garment of Saul. It's a new day. God is not in a hurry. God can start with a lad. He can start with a boy. God begins his move with a seed. God doesn't jump to harvest. If you want to see harvest, look for the seed. I hear you, Father, speak to us. We're not in a hurry. We will follow the path. We will follow the principle. We will follow the direction. We will follow the course. We will stay the course. Amen. We will wait. First the seed. Yes. The hair. The blade. The, the seed. The hair. The blade. And then the full grown corn. We will wait. Mark 4 will take his rightful place in our life. We will go through the process. We will not, we will not jump start. No. This thing cannot be jump start. That, that vehicle is dead. We need a new vehicle. We don't want to jump start it. No. It's, that thing is dead. It's obsolete. That which is old is a cake. It's dead. Now heaven is giving us a new matching order. A new matching order. They are, they are reclothing us. They've removed the turban and the, and the garment of the old. This is the day of Joshua. Arise and let us reclothe you. So that no devil, amen, will accuse you before the father. Satan had the audacity to accuse the priest of the Lord. And he can, he can do that, you know, because the priest was found wanting. But thank God for mercy. This is the day where, amen, truth and mercy are meeting each other. Come on, friends. Righteousness, amen, and peace have kissed each other. It's a day, hallelujah, where heaven is showing us mercy again. This is the third day we are being restored. He's healing us. Amen. He's healing us. He's bringing us to a place where we have been restored. But let's understand that we cannot restore that which he has defined to be obsolete. You can only restore that which he designed, that which he defines, that which, hallelujah, he had breathed into. But the enemy tried to stop. So he's, he's, he's restoring that. We're not talking about restoring that which he has discarded and rejected. You know, if you read the book of Hebrews, you see that. They're not restoring the Old Testament. They're not restoring the Mosaic order. All those men of God, you know, wearing things like Jewish, you know, putting prayer cloth and carrying ark all around, blowing, you know, rams on all around, trying to bring back Judaism into this new day. It's not going to work. Tell them, Isaiah said so. We raise the standard. We're not bringing back Judaism. We're coming to the place. Come on. Prophesy. Labaha. Labaha. Yes, petition. The track of this song is called Petition. We're petitioning heaven. 
Friends, if we don't have the real, the truth, the authentic, the McCoy, we will settle for all this religious ceremony people are put, putting up around. I asked a brother, what is this cloth you are wearing, you are putting over your head? <laughs> he said, it came from, you know, Jerusalem is a prayer cloth. I said, did God ask you to do this? No, no, no. It, it gets me closer to God. I say, you're suffering from religious spirit. Very soon, they will start burning incense in their church. I'm sure they're already doing it. <laughs> I know there are churches in Nigeria that do that. They burn incense. You invite all those demons. No wonder the demons are there sit, sitting and feeling cool. But I'm talking about these guys doing this thing. Very soon, you're going to see. They, they are doing the Catholic church. They think spirituality is connected to Israel. While the Bible talk about this, there's an Israel, there's an Israel from above, there's a Jerusalem coming down from above. The Jerusalem coming down from above, our mother, who is from above, coming down. Oh, come on, friends. Heaven has given us sight. That's why those they will come here, but they will run. Because they will hear things that will prick their heart, that will challenge them. Go throw that horn away and let your mouth be the voice of God. Go throw that prayer shovel away because that is religion. Christ has become everything that we need. If your voice cannot reflect the life and the power of God, listen to this. A cloth will not do it. A garment will not do it. No matter how you look sanctimonious and holy in that regalia. Listen to this. You're only lying to the people and deceiving the next generation that if they must be approved, if they must serve God, if they must work, God, work with God, then they must also follow this path. That is how we continue to keep that ungodly religious spirit alive. Kill that thing. You see, that's why I church my, I church my home in my house. Because you take that thing, you take your children into that thing, I'm telling you, they will pollute them in the next in the next 40 years. Your children are looking for truth. Your family, they are looking for truth. Because all of the things out there are all pollution. They are corrupt. Ah, can we track God in this new day? There was a priesthood in the wilderness. Moses did not know about the priesthood. But the man was striking God. He brought order to the life of almighty Moses. I'm talking about the father-in-law of Moses. He knew God. But he didn't know the religious God that Moses knew. But he knew God. Oh, come on. Oh. <laughs> where do you locate, where do you connect the priesthood of Melchizedek to? Who do you connect that to? What system, on, what religious system on earth do you connect Melchizedek to? Did you hear Melchizedek blowing a ram? Did you see Melchizedek wearing, you know, a robe 
wearing a collar, wearing all of these things that we're doing today, that we're using to brainwash the mind of those who are searching for Christ in the day where people, people are searching for Christ, where we're, we're, we're misrepresenting Christ to them. No wonder people don't want to study the word. No wonder they don't know, but they want to join our network. They want to join our prayer. Days. They want to join, you know, our church. They want to join our ministry because all of the things they see around, they say, this is humans, fallen humans love, we, we love religion. We love ceremony. You know, if I'm doing something now that, you know, uh, you, you're doing something that you have to call people and say, come and buy this, come and give into that. All right. Drink this water. You know, you know, when you come, you, you must use this oil, special oil that I've prayed upon. I, I hope you understand that I'll be very rich and people will follow me. Particularly if you have charisma like we, I've got charisma. I know that. That's why I'm very careful. I've got charisma, but I also have the character. People will follow you. I will have money. I won't be struggling. You know, all of this issue you're struggling. I won't be. No, but heaven puts you in a place and it waits for your supply. You see, we, we, take, we take the truth and we give people religion. We give them tradition. As a brother following me, you know, from the Eastern Cape, you used to follow me. When I began to talk about this thing, ah, he stopped following me. He, 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 I'm sure he didn't just know how to tell me, but I helped him. I helped him. See, because we, we've painted a different dimension. We've painted a different image. These people, they are full of, they are full of, the Bible says, they serve me. They draw near to me with their mouth, but their heart is far from me. The, the configuration of their life is totally out of order. That's why God has sent Isaiah to fix the mess. Those who know me, I, I've, I've told them, I say, you know, my job is to fix the mess. <laughs> I'm a janitor. <laughs> you clean the poopoo. The whole place is stinky and smelly. You want to clean all the poopoos. It's not an easy thing. You have to wet, you know, all kinds of marks in your face and cover your nose. You have to clean the mess. It's messy. It's too messy in the house. And you know who messed the house the most? Can you tell me? Who messed, who messed the children? They are children. <laughs> I'm sure my boy would not would not like me to say this, but I need to say because you know when my boy was still growing up, you know we're still trying to potty him. I mean, guess what? He one day he did the he did the thing in the in the sitting room. I said, "Oh no, Samuel, no, you don't want to do this." Then another time he did it in his room, and you know how it is, children. You know they just and I'm sure a lot of children are like that. They, they, of course, because when you want to potty, you don't want to give them diapers again. Because you want to take them off diapers, you want them to learn to sit on the on the potty. As the Lord help me, this prophet must clean this thing. <laughs> Talking about growing up, I could remember. I could remember the first time my boy, you know, sat on the on the potty on the on the toilet, and of course the potty seat for children. We put it there. And he went there. I was jumping up all over. I was so I was so excited. I, and because I'm the only one at home, my wife is gone. So I mean, I just called. I said, hey, "Guess what happened? There's a breakthrough. Someone sat on the party." And he, <laughs> I mean, that just thought just came to my mind. That is how many of these ministers are. 
They just poo all over the place. They poo-pooing all over, making urine all over the place. The whole place is stinking, man of God, Apostle Godfrey. The whole place is stinky. Because they are immature. They don't want to grow up. Please share this link. I want them to hear it. I want them to hear the whole place is stinky because everywhere they go, like they say, they've brought them to the place of giving birth and we're giving birth to wind. You know what that means? Boom, 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 all over the place. Boom. Stinking, smelling. But we have not brought forth salvation. We have not brought forth redemption. We have not brought forth the counsel of God. We are bringing forth wind. It's all stinky. The ones that are bringing forth things, it's poopoo all over the place. It's stinking all over the place. I'm telling you, friends, it's not a joking matter, but this is the truth. It's, it's all messy. They mess their home, mess people's life, mess people's marriage. They mess the children, mess up the life of the youth. The youth don't want to serve God again. Well, because we cannot be authentic. We cannot give them something real. We can't give them something real. We give them religion. They are tired. They go back home. They go smoke. They go back home. They go to their girlfriend. They go to something that, they, that, that touches them. They don't know what to do. We can't talk to the government and say this once. All they want is money. Just give them some few. Let them leave. In the day where people are looking for strategy. You go to them. All they'll be saying. You know God is good. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. God said, give me a man. Goliath also said, give me a man. Not a boy. You don't send a boy to do the work of a man. There was a particular king. I can't remember the whole story. But it's in the Bible. And this, this king was captured. By, of course, by another king. And this king sent his son to go do the execution. I'm not sure if it was to cut the toes of this other king or to do, but of course to execute him. And, and the, this king sent his, his, his son, the prince, said, go do it. And the other king that, that was to die, he said, no, I refuse to die from the hand you know, of a boy, of a mere boy. If you want to kill me, you come do it by yourself. I need you to come kill me. Kill me as a king. Hiya. What an ex what what a position. So don't send don't send a son to come do the work of a man. I want to die as a man. Send your you come kill, kill me by yourself. You throw your javelin, you throw your sword on me. Do we understand this principle? In a day where you know our children don't even know understand riddles, they don't understand the things of God. A few days ago, me and my children and family we were just sitting by the fire. We were, you know, few, some days we'll make fire at the back of the house. We just sit. Just to move away from all these devices and technology. Just sit around the fire. Because that's how I grew up. I, I shared that with us. So we sit around the fire. So we had to now we're trying to create stories, you know. So it was my turn. Well, I asked your mama. She said she wasn't ready for it. Samuel, okay, she wasn't ready. Mommy wasn't ready. So, okay, daddy will have to tell a story. So, I told a story of three brothers. 
The youngest name is knowledge. The next one was uh, uh, understanding. The eldest of them was, wis was wisdom. You, you can pick this story. It was a nice story. I didn't know how the, the Lord dropped that story in my spirit. Wow. And knowledge thought because he's knowledge, you know, knowledge, lanky, big, tall, huge. Always go ahead. Always, always at the forefront. <laughs> knowledge fell into a ditch. Let me cut the whole story short. Knowledge, because they were going to look for their father's donkey. The father's donkey fell into a ditch. Knowledge decided, I'm going to go. But knowledge didn't understand that there was a trap. So he fell into the same ditch. Wisdom have to, wisdom and understanding have to bail him out. <laughs> We have to, you know, while we are in this world of technology, we need to know how to begin to balance our life in such a way. So let's sit around the fire. And it was a nice thing. They were having their, in fact, I think with Bra, yes, the last time they had a marshmallow. I don't like it. So they have their marshmallow. And we were just talking, you know. I, I just realized, wait a minute. When last did you give, I give a story? You call your family, say, let's, let's give a story, story time. Because that's how we grew up elders listening to elders listening to elderly people talk we learn everybody that is sitting in front of the in front of their you know um, the device the phone you know let's leave the phone at least we can do that for two hours let's leave the phone for two hours <laughs> and it was nice i love it i love you father The days ahead of us is a beautiful day, friends. It's a beautiful day. I can see the future. It's a glorious one. But we cannot love the things that have crippled our fathers. We cannot imbibe and embrace the things that God frowned to. The things that God is judging. We cannot. We have to know the glory of the past so we don't embrace that glory in this new day where God says, Amen, the glory of this present house, this latter house will be more, will be greater. So, Because if you don't know what the glory of the past is, when they present the same glory in this new day, you will embrace it. You see, that's the point. You cannot embrace the old in the new. No, refuse it. Whatever represents the old in your life, You've got to break away from it. You've got to move away from it. You've got to con disconnect yourself totally from it. And begin to embrace the new. It's not popular. Have you noticed that? That the new is not always popular. That the new, amen, has to be pioneered. That in the day of the new, you will have to pioneer it. You have to embrace. You have to imbibe. You have to, you have to receive it. You, 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 not everybody wants it. No one partakes of the world. Suddenly say the news better. You have to change the taste board. So many things has to, has to happen. You have to pray to God to help you love the new. To help you see the new. To help you accept the new. You have to learn to. Remember what I said some time ago. When they say it's a new day and they want you to wear a new garment. For a while you're going to feel cold because they have to strip you of the old. Well, you see, we don't like to be naked. So we just say, no, no, no. Just put the new on the old. It's not going to work like that. 
You have to totally undress. You have to come to that point where heaven can see the way you are again. Then they start reclothing you. The Lord has spoken this morning. I look for a man among them who will build up a wall. Why would they build up a wall? Because the house, the entire land is insecure. It's, it's, it's exposed. It's vulnerable. We'll build up the wall and stand before me. We didn't even touch this one today. We didn't touch that. We didn't deal with building up a wall and standing before me. We didn't deal with that. We're just talking about looking for a man. And that's, and that's in fact, that's why I'm going to stop. Let me stop there. Let me not continue because if I take the next one now, all right, build up the wall, stand before me because those are all curriculums on their own. Oh, we appreciate you, Father. We appreciate your voice, Father. Thank you for granting us grace to be gathered unto you. This morning you showed me the scripture as, as I opened my, my device. I saw the scripture that uh, uh, this Bible app was sharing this morning says, pray without season. And that just struck a chord in my spirit. 1 Thessalonians 5, 17. I guess this must be one of the shortest scriptures in the Bible. I'm not sure. It might even be the, sh the shortest. I'm not sure, but this is, this is, this is, this is a, a, a sentence. This is in 1 Thessalonians 5, 17. And this, it says, pray without ceasing. Full stop. Full stop. Pray without ceasing. You know what? pray without you know when you say pray without ceasing not in other words don't stop but i also looked at it as pray without season seasons in other words don't have a season of prayer no 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 pray without season you know c-e-c-e-a-s-i-n-g and season so we don't want to season our prayer but we don't also want our prayer to be limited to a particular season because at every season in time Men need to constantly pray without ceasing, without stopping, without being limited, without having a rest. Let's, let's pray. The more we pray, the more things begin to happen in our environment. That's what God does with our prayer. Our prayer are tools. Our prayer, amen, are the, you know, are the incense that God uses. Our prayer, amen, remind God of so many things. Remind our Father, amen, of what he needs to do. When we pray, it's like there's an awakening, amen, of the things that needs to be done. When we pray, things start happening around us, within us, amen, within our nation, outside our nation. Our prayer is very powerful. Our prayer, amen, our instrument that God deploys into, into nations. God deploys our prayer, amen. When you start praying over realms, God starts remembering what he needs to do. It's not like, like he's forgot. But prayer does something to God. When a saint prayed, Jesus prayed. Everything Jesus did, he did in the spirit of prayer. And like we said, prayer is more than just praying. Prayer is a state. Prayer is a condition. Prayer is a revelation. Prayer is a life. It's a posture. Prayer is an, prayer is an attitude. It's a condition of understanding. Is the workings of the ministry of wisdom, revelation, counsel, 
prayer is a place where we begin to pulsate into the life and the nature of God. It's a place where our heart begins to beat faster. Prayer is a place of love. You know, when, when, a, when a man or woman are in love, you see how their heartbeat amen, increases. Yes, that's what prayer does. The more we pray, the more we feel the heartbeat of God. The more we feel, amen, his impulse. The more we feel, amen, his, his, his mind. The more we feel what he feels. The more we get to know. The more we get to understand. The more, amen, the ability to receive. There are several times when I'm praying, interpretation of, of scripture just come to my mind. Maybe a scripture I read some time ago in the place of prayer. That scripture comes to life. Wow! So this is what the Lord is, yes. Because prayer is a place of revelation. It's a place where, amen, the veil is removed. It's a place where you get to see, you get to know, you get to understand. You get to have access into. Come on. And all you need to do when you come to pray is bring your heart. Not your garment. Not your prayer shower. Alright? Not, not your arms on. Not all of these material, you know, external things. All of those things have been judged. Now, I find myself where people use ram horn. Well, I'll be there when the Lord says, be there, I'll be there. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not against it, but I'm against, amen, the, the, the religion behind it. I'm against, amen, the, 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 the continual use of it. Even that ram's horn that people use. I, I wish people understand the revelation behind it. It's people like cheap things. Alright? We're lo always looking for short, shortcut. I mean, if there is one person that ought to have that thing, I should be one. If there's one person, and I know if the Lord one day maybe direct me to, to blow that thing, I will blow that thing and I tell you something's going to happen. Because it will be done by the Spirit. Now see people just carry this thing. Woo, woo. I'm like, what's going on here, you guys? Why do you so cheap in things? Make, you know, they, they turn sacred things, they turn it into play, playful things. That's why I told you, it's children that mess up the house. You keep the house clean. Leave it for the children. Give them another 15, 20 minutes. Go back to that same place. It's all messed up. You get angry, just get angry for yourself because there's nothing you can do. <laughs> They're children. That's why we need to feed them, amen, with, with things that will make them grow. We need to tell them. Sometimes you don't need to, you need to give them a good one. Hiding, you say, hey, stop that. Sometimes you have to give your child, give them, give them that height. Hey, come in. No, 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 no. Yes. Yes. They need to know. They need to understand that, hey, you cannot continue to do this. When I was a child, I, I think as one. I thought as one. I reason as one. There's nothing wrong in being a child. But when you become a man, you don't want to again continue to behave like a child. When I became a man, say that word again. Say how oh, what God has spoken to us this morning. Being a man in the things of God. Being a man representing amen, the things of, 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 of the earth. The earth was committed to the hand of a man. It will take a man to restore it back. Ah. 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 Spirit of the Lord. A man abdicated the earth. A man redeemed the earth. It's going to take a man to restore the earth. It's going to take a man. A company of men. Not gender. 
Men of the spirit. Man of the spirit. This is the epoch. Of men. Of men. Of a man that will rise up. Men that are not childish. Not self-centered. A man that is not self-seeking. Self, self Self-pursuing. It's, it's childishness that make people do the things that they do. He said, Father, forgive them. For they did not know. They don't know. What they are doing. It's a position of children. It's children that don't have a sense of, 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 of dueness. A sense of awareness. A sense of presence. A sense of, of change. Children don't have that, that sense. A sense of seasons. They know. They know. They know. I said, what to, what to the land whose child, whose, whose, whose king is a child who rises up in the morning to eat? War is a curse. When we have immature people leading us, both in the politics, amen, and in the things of God. When we have children, it says a curse. It's a war to you, O land. When your king is still a prince. Oh, Father, help us. Help us to rise up. In our spirit, take our position as leaders. Leadership is a spiritual condition. It's not a portfolio that we carry. It's a condition of our spirit. Every man you created is a, is a leader in his own right. Every man you create, you place on them the spirit of leadership. And as they locate your intention for their life, they begin to lead in that realm. So this day, Father, we rise up in the spirit of this new day. We come into awareness. David was aware. He knew that heaven brought him to see what was going on at the camp. He talked. He, he told his brother, "He said, would I, would, I, would I be here without a reason, without an occasion?'" Huh. So David was aware that he didn't just bring bread and cheese and milk to some weak, lazy, fearful, you know, armies. He knew he knew he was, he was sent to save the day. Hallelujah. He knew he was sent to save the day. He said, what would happen to what would the king give to the person who removed this curse, remove this noisemaker? He knew. What a, what a, what a, what a man in a boy. They were looking at this thing. They were hiding. David is looking at this thing. And he's saying, so what's going to be my reward? Because I'm going to remove this thing. Ah. 
What a confidence. God help us. What a confidence. He knew his God. You see, when you have a walk with God, nothing shakes you. Nothing moves you. No Goliath shakes you. Give us the heart of David. Help us, Father. Deliver us from the old Adamic nature. Deliver us, O God, from the old, carnal, fleshy, ungodly, compromised Adamic nature. Give us grace to rise up in the newness of this day to take our place and represent you as we save the day. We bless you, Lord. Thank you this morning for answering our prayer. Thank you, Lord, for the power of your spirit that you have poured once again upon us. It will never be by might, never by power, but by my spirit. We thank you for your spirit that is going out with us this morning. That as we engage our day, we proclaim and we declare, we will overcome every Goliath out there. We will engage every Jezebel this morning. We will overcome. We will have breakthrough. We will proceed to receive life as we save a people for you this morning. Thank you, Lord, for the position of the priesthood. That we go on behalf of the people. We declare, we proclaim upon our realm that your spirit, your spirit, your spirit of love and grace and mercy, truth, healing, deliverance, yes, protects our people. We thank you this morning. Our land will flourish again with blessing. We'll prosper. We will increase to the glory of your name. You'll be exalted in our nation, in our continent. We pray for the people of the earth. Thank you for your power once again that is bringing people to see, to realize that this is the day to get to know you. This is the day to throw down our idols and embrace you. Thank you, Lord. We bless your name. We honor you. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I want to thank everybody this morning that have joined us. I'm so, once again, grateful that you're able to connect with us. I will be back uh, later on for 9 o'clock. No, let's leave it for 9.30 so that I don't falter. Just pray that nothing else try to disrupt my day. We'll be back and we'll see how we can you know, uh, conclude on this concept that we've been dealing, dealing, dealing with. We've been looking into the concept, amen, of... The principle of uh, uh, um, heaven's economy. Yes. There's a replacement taking place right now across the world. God is raising his own concept of, you know, economic system. I want to amplify that. I want to release that into the spiritual atmosphere. That's what we do. And then we will pray that people will pick these things and work with them. So we'll, we'll see how we can push that further again. Thank you. Thank you, Apostle Godfrey. I appreciate it. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Thank you, my dear sister, Katrin. Thank you for connecting. I appreciate it. God bless you. 
I really appreciate it, Sister Dioni. Thank you for connecting also this morning. I appreciate it, Sister Tina. Thank you. My dear Sister Nkumisa, thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Brother Melvin. God bless you. Thank you. What did I do? All right. Well, yes. Roderick, thank you so much. Sister Myrtle, God bless you. Thank you. Appreciate everyone this morning. Brother Steve, thank you. God bless you. Everyone that has connected with us. And please, if I didn't mention your name or I didn't see you, please, please forgive me. I appreciate everybody that has connected with us this morning. Every one of you. I love you all. May God continue. Thank you, my dear sister. I appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate what God is doing in our life. Let's continue to pray and may Spirit continue to gather our hearts together. Amen. Very soon, we are going to see the result. We're going to see the fruit. We're going to see, amen, the reward of our labor. God bless you. The Lord, amen, does reward his own. He said he will cause us to reap where we have not sown. Why? Because we're sown here in the place of prayer. Let's continue to pray for our nation. Have a wonderful day. See you later. God bless you. Bye-bye.